0: Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Lily, and this is the podcast where we talk about everything and anything book related. This week's topic is our
1: favorites and least (laughs) favourites. I don't know
0: what to call them. (laughs) <laughs> that was so funny. Sometimes I'm like, oh, what's she going to call it? Like when she like describes like, or makes up a title I on know. the spot. I'm like, I don't what's know. she going to come up with today?
1: <laughs> you know, not that it's a competition or anything or that I mind particularly much, but if we're talking in context of who has it harder in the intro, it's definitely me. I get thrown into the deep end every week with like five minutes before we come up with a topic and then me uh, having to think about what we name the podcast because it's never like... The topic is never what we name the podcast <laughs> episode, so I'm just like, okay, what do I
0: say here? <laughs> okay, well, I'll explain in case you're confused from Olivia's very descriptive title. Um, oh. So basically, we thought that we'd kind of go through all like book talks, like favorite series, if that makes sense. Because I feel like Olivia and I have kind of gotten to a point, like we've been on book talk for like a year now, and we've read pretty much like all the all the popular ones. Um and so we're kind of in
1: the second wave of, of like popular books like this yeah. is something that we talk about a lot there's like three little rings <laughs> of like talk books I feel and like on the outer ring you have like the books that you first see when you join BookTok, and that's like all the Cassandra Clay books and Sarah J Maas books and all of that jazz and then you kind of get into like the second ring which is more like you have to be in a, in on talk for a long time to get to like the depths of the app to find these recommendations and that's like an ember in the ashes and we hunt the flame and we i think we're both on kind of like the second ring right now yeah. so we've we're pretty experienced yeah
0: and so we thought we would talk about kind of like our favorite and least favorite things of all like the popular book talk series so we'll talk about like our favorite book in the series you know our least favorite book like our favorite character least favorite character Relationships, etc., yeah, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it should be pretty spoiler free for the most part, but if we're going to say something that is a spoiler, we'll, I mean, you'll kind of know because we'll be like, okay, now we're going to be talking about Throne of Glass. And if you haven't read Throne of Glass yet and you want to go into it completely blind, just like skip a few minutes of the podcast and then we'll be talking about a different one, you know?
1: Here, here's my recommendation because I'm thinking about it right now. Couples can also be a bit of a spoiler. So how we do every... We have these three categories. So we're going to go our favourite book and the least favourite book in the series then our favourite character and least favourite character in the series. And then we're going to do ships last every single time. And then...
0: You will give you the opportunity
1: to skip ahead those because... could be
0: spoilers because then in referencing our favorite ships there'll probably also be spoilers related to those ships so yeah that'll be our fair warning so ships will contain spoilers not just who they are but potentially what happens to them in, in the end so maybe just skip that part and you should only have to skip like two minutes or something and you should be alright you know
1: Yeah, but I think if you haven't read a book series that we talk about, it could be fun to stick around for the first part when we say like what our least favorite and favorite book is because you. Yeah. I think it's always fun to know what everyone's favorite book is in this series, like without giving anything away. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's get into it. So, which one do we? What series do we want to go with first?
0: I feel like we should go with one of the very first big book talk books that I saw, and. It's still super popular today. It's the curl Prince. I feel like that's a pretty big one.
1: Mm, yeah it's again that is the one book talk series that is consistently going upwards in popularity like every other book series on book talk I feel like it climbs and it falls with its popularity but like book talk I remember when I first went on it the crawl prince was like that series that like nobody really read and it just like consistently has been climbing to a point where now it I see posts about the crawl prince all the time they have like 200,000 likes and I know what? I'm just, like, so confused by it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's one of the only BookTok series that has found its way onto, like, normal TikTok for you pages. And it's, like, people who aren't a BookTok read it as well. But I get it. I mean, it's a vibe.
0: Yeah. So, I feel like this yeah. is also an interesting one to start out with. Because I feel like you and I both have different opinions on The curl Prince as well. Like, on some things. Really? Well, just kind of for the first question, I think, when we talk about our favorite and least favorite book, I think. I feel I think we have different answers to this. Maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like... Oh, maybe yeah. what I'm thinking is, I think, especially me, I know for sure, I have very different opinions than the rest of book talk on this. Mm. Personally. So that could be interesting. So do you want to go first with your first, your favorite oh, book? Oh,
1: yeah. I think I know what you're talking about because I think... I do as well. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, when people are like, what your favorite book is uh, in the series, everyone's always like, the Wicked King. No, no, no. I Everyone it, says cause...
0: the Queen of Nothing. That's everyone's favorite. Really? That I see. It's the highest rated one, too, I believe. And it also won an award on Goodreads.
1: Really? Yeah. What the frick? Well, I disagree with that. I actually, and then, and usually people, you think, like, if you go, like, the Wicked King if the Queen of Nothing wasn't your favourite. But my favourite, I think, was the first one.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're so unimpressed by the answer.
0: No, because, I mean, yeah. I mean, the first one was good, but not my favourite, for sure. Why was it your favourite? I just
1: really liked how, like... I f- Here's the thing. With the other two, I felt a lot more, like the only exciting part about those two books was like Jude and Carden and Mm. I was like I was reading The Wicked King like for Jude and Carden and The Queen of Nothing that was just like a fever dream like (laughs) I don't know I'm sure I'm gonna disagree with this later in life but like right now I'm looking back on the plot of Queen of Nothing and all I can think is messy I was like it was just so messy (laughs) I was Mm. like everything was a mess in that book and um Especially with, like, the fact that with The Queen of Nothing, like, there's a part in the book, like, there's a bonus kind of chapter that I read kind of while I was reading Queen of Nothing at, like, an appropriate time. Lily sent it to me. And I strongly stand by, like, if I didn't read that bonus chapter, I wouldn't have enjoyed the book at all. Mm -hmm. Because it's so confusing without this bonus chapter. Like, it just explains so much and um yeah so that doesn't sit right with me because then whenever I think like oh I did actually really enjoy the queen of nothing I was like I only really enjoyed it because I read the bonus chapter like while I was reading it like I can't imagine reading this without reading that I, I, was, have
0: liked it. <laughs> I was actually talking to my other friend today who's also a reader and I was like I'm just always constantly like Doing the most by like reading all the books like my friends want to read before them so I can send them all the bonus scenes at the appropriate times. I I like so for example I like the one you're referring to, and most people probably know the one you're referring to, the little bonus thing, but see I didn't get to read that until like long after I finished the third book because no one told me it existed or where to find it or anything. And so
1: I just can't imagine like Because here's the thing, let's be real. People only read this trilogy for Jude and Carden, like I've just stated. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think I would have shipped Jude and Carden, like unless. And I don't think it's a spoiler actually for me. Is is I saying bonus chapter? I just say it. Carden's letters, like yeah, that that isn't a spoiler. You won't know where those are. But like reading Carden's letters, like was the thing that got me back on board of like the Jude and Carden train. And like while I was reading the book, and I'm like. Reading this book would have been so flipping confusing. I would have been so pissed because every, like, I wasn't... I wouldn't have understood why why Carden was doing what he was doing in that book. Like, I just wouldn't have. And so, yeah, that just, like, really doesn't sit right with me. So then the Queen of Not And then the whole plot was just so confusing. I just like, don't even know what happened in that book for a finale. I And then, yeah, Wicked King was a bit the same where it was, like, I think very just... I don't know. I was like... Uh, I thought it was cool. the premise was cool, but i don 't know. I think in just some aspects, I just like the cruel Prince. so all what was I, your least favorite
0: like The Queen of nothing yeah, hmm. okay, so like the wicked King fell into the middle, yeah yeah okay, so for mine anyway. i that 's really funny. I think my favorite was the Wicked King. I really enjoyed it um i i will j- ju- I will admit if you ask me what the plot of those books were now couldn't tell you a single word of it like part of what the plot was to be fair i read them a year ago now like i read them last july um mm. but i don't, no idea what the plot of them is but when i was reading them i am being very interested in the politics and the plot right and so mm-hmm. i was very invested in the politics of, of uh the wicked king uh so that was my favorite <laughs> and then my least favorite one was the cruel prince the first one i didn't like it at all <laughs> um i really like for me that's why i said i think we have opposite opinions on this one so it's really interesting um because for me the cruel prince i remember describing it this way to someone i don't remember who i was telling this to but i think it's still the best way i could describe it for me i don't know if like you were ever in school or like anyone who's listening in school ever learned like an english class that like story like how a, a story goes and it's like the intro, and then the the initial incident, and then there's like the climax of the story, the history, and yeah. then yeah, like that whole little thing. For me, when I read the first *Coral Prince* book, I was like. I feel like this book doesn't have that like it doesn't follow this and it made it really hard for me to follow like I was like what is the main Like what is the climax of this story like what is the initial incident like I feel like I feel like like the climax of that story like the main thing that was supposed to happen happened on like the last like in the last like chapter and then everything was just like a mess from there on and trying to pick up the pieces so if I had a really hard time actually reading it because I just kept being like oh, this is the plot. And then I was like, no, it's not. It's not the plot. And then I'd be like, maybe this is the plot. And then it would I, that would just I get dropped.
1: I find this is just seems... Okay. <laughs> I think this is just a you thing because I this is know. also where we clash as well with, like, another book, like, From Blood and Ash. Like, you, you don't like it when you don't know where the plot's going. And I, don't, I well, seem to prefer it's not it that it that when I, I
0: don't know. It's not even that I don't... How I felt about From Blood and Ash was very different, though, and we'll probably talk about that series and that later, what my thoughts on that were when we get into it. But this is very different. It was—it wasn't that I didn't know where the plot was going. Like, I was having a lot of fun reading for the romance, so it wasn't necessarily, like, I was, like, confused or anything. It was more of just, like, I kept, like, waiting for, like, something to happen. And I just feel like there was a bunch of, like, mini things that kind of kept happening— so there definitely were things that happened. It just didn't follow like a. I it just didn't follow a good sequence. It was felt like the writing was messy for me personally.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Okay. Yeah. But I still liked it. It just was my least favorite out of the three.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, favorite okay. character. Okay. I'm gonna say. <laughs> with this trilogy, you really only have two options. It's Jude or Carden, let's be real. Like no, um, else I'm liked... sorry, my favorite character is Locke. <laughs> oh my god. Oh sorry. Terran <laughs> Terran appreciation, my bad. Um no. I honestly I don't know. It's really just like you pick between Jude or and it changes day to day with me. Like some days you wake up and you're like Carden is just my favorite, but then other days you wake up and you go, Here's the thing, Jude, Carden's a lot more fun, but Jude is a lot more, like, empowering, where you're like, yeah. oh, wow, she really did that. Like, she really did that. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know, between them. Um,
0: 50-50. When I was reading the series, I lo- my favorite person to read about was Jude, personally, because I just felt like she always had something going on, and she was the most interesting and entertaining but after reading the series, my favorite to, like, look back on is Carden, because he's always, like, the most, like, memeable character, like, you get the most, like, Pinterest posts about him, the most TikToks, like, so he's kind of became my favorite, like, after having not read it for so long, but... me the
1: intrigue with him was there were so many questions left unanswered when you finished the trilogy with Carden, mm-hmm. as, like, since it was Jude's trilogy, really, when you look at it, like you kind of knew everything about Jude by the end or you knew as much as you felt like you needed to. As Carden, there were still so many things where you look back on and you were like, oh, why did he do that? Or, like, oh, why does he act like that? And then when you thought about it, you were you realised he was actually, like, a really iconic character. So, yeah, I don't know, that's just how I see it. Well, I
0: think that for me it was, like, Jude was my favourite character until I read How the King of Eltham Learned to Hate Stories and then I was like, now Carden's Bob, he's my favourite so mm, But I still love Jude. She's one of my favourite, like, female characters. She's really cool. Um
1: yeah, yeah, she's really well done. And then, wow, a favourite ship, I wonder. Well we didn't say our least favourite.
0: We didn't say our least favourite character.
1: Oh right. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know who it was. I didn't like um any of the moms in the in the series <laughs> these moms like
0: just, these characters all had mommy issues like
1: <laughs> yeah like every single one of the moms like i would not be surprised if we found out holly black had major mommy issues because like all of the moms sucked in this series so bad it was like every single person's mom was a horrible person like yeah and uh, i didn't like i don't remember any of their names i think it was like ariana was oh, no. oh, Ariana,
0: yeah. she was all right actually the stepmom
1: I think she was pretty end, okay I don't know, she I wasn't could totally be talking about a different character right now I honestly don't know. Carden's
0: mom is the, was lot the lot. one who was a little bitch.
1: I didn't like Carden's mom. I didn't like oh, I said it's so american then. <laughs> Carden's mom, oh my god. I didn't even try. That's terrifying. Um yeah, Carden's mom was not a, was not a vibe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just the moms. And yeah. then Maddox was... By the end, Maddox was just annoying. I was like, come on, you you little smurf. Like, just fuck off.
0: <laughs> um, I think for me, it was just, like, Locke. Like, Locke was such, like, an ass. Like, obviously, like, I hated the moms as well. But, like, Locke was honestly just, like, such a shit character. And then, again, like, after reading the novella... I was just like, no.
1: He was just a slime ball of a man that day. Yeah, I hated he him. He really just represented everything I hate about the male species and
0: Yeah. He was just like,
1: you know who he is? He's he just like was those F he just was literally the F boy trope. Like the F boys you know in high school, that's Locke. Like just embedded. <sighs> yeah,
0: I hated him. Um yeah. Okay, and ships. I think both of our favourites, obviously, are uh, Jude and Carden, I think.
1: Uh, no. I <laughs> loved... <laughs> no, just messing around, yeah. I don't know who... Oh, I, I can say who I... I don't know if this is actually my least favourite, because, okay, this is where it's, it might be a bit of a spoiler, because, like, people know about Jude and Carden, I feel, but now we're getting into I ships mean, that more you find like as you read the books. We said the ships would be
0: spoilers, so...
1: Yeah, so skip ahead, um, but... uh I can never tell if I hated Taryn and Locke or if I actually think they both deserved each other because Taryn was a bit of a cow like, <laughs> as well. But then, like, Taryn had that tiny, tiny redemption arc where she ended up, like, you know, being a bad bitch for, like, two pages. Mm. And so um, I don't – I can never tell if they're, like, my least favourite or not. I guess my – I don't know who my least favourite is, honestly –
0: I would say my least favorite, I really didn't like, uh what's that girl, I, I never know how to pronounce her name, like the Cassia and Cardin. didn't like that, it was really weird.
1: Oh, was that even
0: a ship, though? Yeah, they dated. It was yeah. like, it was kind of like, okay, baby. Wait, I don't think anybody shipped Nobody, okay, but who shipped Taryn and Locke? Nobody shipped them. <laughs> okay, so okay, Team turn point. and lock. It's not necessarily people ship them. Because in the series, there wasn't really a lot of romances besides Jude and Carden. So you kind of got to... Honestly, I hated turn and lock too. But honestly, I was just like... I mean, if it keeps them both busy and out of my way. Like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, it's going to keep them both busy and out of the main storyline.
1: <laughs> I had a weird relationship with Nas. So, like, she was that character that by the end of the trilogy i was kind of looking at her i was like i feel like if you had one more book like i think i would like you i, I think think you didn't hate cl-
0: her as a character yeah. i didn't hate but her and Cardin i did i think like especially again like after reading the novella and like because that scene like so this is where we're getting into the spoilers again like we mentioned earlier but reading that scene where it's like you read from cardin's pov how it felt for him like getting cheated on by her and that was, like, pretty mm. brutal to read. And I was just like, okay, now I, like, hate you <laughs> two together, you know? Like, I was like, oh. so.
1: Narciss- okay, this is going to be... You're not going to like how I say this, but low-key Narcissa gives me the vibes. Like, if she had the potential to be, like, the Petra from Jane the Virgin of, like, the... Yeah, No, I, I ag-
0: no, I agree with you.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna get so angry. You like don't come for Petra like that. And I no, like, I, I just I saw those vibes. No, yeah. I agree
0: with you for sure. I didn't hate her as a character, especially by the end. But her and Cardon as a couple were just you. Okay, yeah, I agree. What book do you want to talk about next?
1: I don't know. I don't. Let's do. Ooh why don't we do six of crows because i think that. Be... why don't we do the group do we want to do the grisha verse or six of crows like well, you
0: haven't really read the grisha trilogy
1: i know but i can do like characters i feel like i feel like uh i don't know okay we'll just do six we'll of we'll stick crows. with six of crows Okay, so Sister of the Leigh Bardugo, favorite book out of the duology? This is where we contradict again.
0: My, My favorite book from the duology was actually the first one. I really liked, like, the whole idea. Like, I think the second one was really clever, but... It's
1: straight away from what it originally was, though, which was the heist.
0: I just think that the first... Like, Six of Crows book? I I don't know. I just really liked it. And I liked the whole Ice Court heist quite a bit. But I still liked Crooked Kingdom a lot. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. I preferred Crooked Kingdom. I I think I... The time that I read the duology, I was a lot more into character-based novels because I had gotten really into, like, Akatar, and that's a very character-driven novel. And I, I think I was in that phase where... I wasn't really like a reader reader and so I was more just trying to replicate the feelings I got while reading Akata. and so when I read Six of Crows and it was very plot based like I didn't I wasn't a huge fan of that because that was so different from Akata. but then like reading Crooked Kingdom I felt like it went a lot more into the characters and there were a lot more I, I remember finishing it and feeling like I, I connected a lot more with it just because you learn so much about each different character like you just learn so much in that book and there's so many moments in it that I just think people don't like give enough recognition to like Wyland and Jesper's like kind of development all happened in Crooked Kingdom I think people forget and so like you know that was just like a big reason why I loved it more I've, and uh, we learned a lot more about like uh, Nina and Matthias and Inej and even Kaz a little bit and I just felt like also them as a friendship group were a lot more stronger in Crooked Kingdom.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Okay, favorite yeah. favorite character. I think for favorite and least favorite characters, you should do have like the main six. You know, because I feel like with the Cruel Prince, we like kind of didn't because there was only really two main characters. But this one is actually six main uh, characters, so you could actually pick. This is why I
1: said Crooked Kingdom 2 because I'm like, it's so hard to pick a least favourite because each character by the end of the duology is just so understandable and relatable in a different way. You're just like, so favourite, I don't know, we are talking, what were we talking about this the other day? I can't remember. Probably. I
0: think
1: think at the moment, especially after watching the show, Jesper is definitely just like my favourite at the moment. I just think he's so witty and while his wit did come across well in the books how Kit Young played Jesper in the Shadow and Bone show just was it made like it made me get the character so much more and like just seeing it in person was really I don't know that really did something for me Mm -hmm. and then not only that but also watching that and having read the duology watching Kit Young's performance and like knowing everything about jesper and his backstory and how he's still this like really bubbly fun energetic person it just like man i was just like jesper just like i didn't appreciate him enough when i read the duology so i'm gonna appreciate him now so he was like at the moment he's my favorite but it honestly changes week to week some weeks i'm an inesh gal others i'm a nina (laughs) gal i don't know okay do you have a least favorite I don't know. Well, I feel like the the good a- the good average answer is, like, Matthias, but, like, by the end of Crooked Kingdom, like, not really. That's another thing, too, I think is underappreciated about Crooked Kingdom is uh, when you finish reading Six of Crows, Matthias is easily everyone's least favourite out of the six, but by the end of Crooked Kingdom, like, you no, know, he's, like, just as good as the others. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I I don't want to be... The girl that picks the least favourite crow. I don't, I just don't want to be that girl. They're uh, all, all great. And...
0: <sighs> okay. Well. Did you
1: have a least favourite? No, you I to don't have a least favourite
0: one, but I would have, you yeah. know, been for, I would have forced myself to come up with something if you also did. But I guess I won't either then. But my favourite, I would say, is also jesper i love everyone else but again i feel like i just connected he he made it like i feel like it was a very dark book and jesper really made it fun and while and and they were all such amazing characters but they kind of like they were still also very dark and like understandably like when you learn about them and what they've been through like it makes total sense i wouldn't change a single thing about their characters but it was just like i felt so like i feel like jesper like never failed to, like, make me laugh while I was reading, like, the darkest book ever, you know? <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, true. And then what and you then, said also yeah. about, like, Kit Young, like, doing such a great job of, like, portraying him in the show. I totally agree. So that was definitely yeah. fun. And then as for, like, my, like, I will say, like, my least favorite is definitely not Matthias. Like, I'm not going to come here and pick a least favorite because I don't know because I don't, but it's, like, I don't have, like, a definite least favorite because I see videos of people being, like, my favorite crows. I just saw one the other day, and they had them all ranked. But they had, like, everyone oh. at the number one spot except for Matthias, oh. was at the number six spot. Oh. And so I will say my opinion is definitely not that, you know?
1: No, definitely not. No, they they all deserve... The only correct ranking is they all at the number one spot. In
0: exactly. Opinion. Yeah. Um, and then couples... I'm going to do just for a while in. Yeah, that's mine too. That's also my favorite. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're just not, a, like, I, here's the thing. I think they're just that couple that, like, um, is just a given that everybody loves them. And so by part, like, nobody ever, like, makes enough edits about them, I feel. Because it's just like, well, yeah, we've been new. Like, I feel like when people make edits, they do it for ships that will get people, like, talking and controversial a little bit. And so that just leaves sometimes it doesn't work in the favour of, like, those ships that everybody just is aware that everybody loves. Because, like, if you don't love, like, Wesper, it's like, just admit you're homophobic and move on. Yeah, because they were just, just such like, a good
0: couple, yeah.
1: They were just so great. Like, that scene where, oh, God, I don't know if I can say it. No, spoilers. I'm saying it. Spoilers for Crooked Kingdom, skip ahead. Um, That scene where they go, where Wyland finds out like her mom is still mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. And then like the the painting of him is there. And then Jesper's the yeah, that whole scene just was so crazy. And then when Jesper like I kisses thinks he's kissing Wyland, but it's not actually Wylan, it's like somebody else. Oh,
0: uh, that was so heartbreaking.
1: That was so heartbreaking. And but then it was like oh they just have, like, such a great... Oh, they're just great, though, because they pulled through in the end and they had such great banter. And they're also one of those couples that, when they got together, they didn't, like, really change at all, which I always really respect. Yeah. Like, they stayed... Their banter stayed the same. They didn't, like, become all cheesy and gooey. They were just like, yep, we're a thing now.
0: <laughs> oh. um, I can't
1: wait for Wesper to be on the show. Like, I'm I so excited.
0: will... Cry watching that. It'll just be Especially so
1: because, like, yeah, especially because Kit Young just also seems so passionate about it. Yet again, like he just seems like so. He he seems like Wester's number one shipper, which is I know. always great.
0: And then my least, <laughs> least favorite. favorite. I don't want to like. Okay, like I'm gonna say like I have one in my head, and like I'm just gonna make this very clear by saying this. It doesn't mean I don't ship them. I ship them a lot. It's just. I'm going off of our main couples here, because there's not really any side couples to go off of in this duology. Um, so I'm going to go probably out of all the main three. Kaz and Yanez are probably my least favorite. I still loved them, but they just mm-hmm. weren't were my favorite. Like I just, If I'm ranking I, the three, they were my I least favorite. I actually
1: agree with you. Like I thought you were going to... Yeah, I actually completely agree with you. And here's the thing. I think not enough people realize... like. The way the duology ends, like Inez, one of the, in Inez's like final chapter, she even says she's like, she wishes like him and Kaz could be a thing, but it's not her job to fix them. So until he fixes himself, like, I'm not gonna like be with him because I don't want to be that. Like, I want to be like strong. And, you know, Inez just doing queen shit, you know? And so. Yeah. I don't think enough people acknowledge that though that even those two acknowledge that they weren't necessarily good for each other in the places they were at the end of the duology. Like I don't know. I feel I agree. like so if you're thinking out of the context of all three of them, like I think they were the worst in some way in the sense of unlike Nina and Matthias and Wylan and Jesper, those two actually like were fully aware that they were quite toxic for each other in some senses.
0: Like yeah. Yeah, okay. Our next book. I'm trying to think. I think this is what the the, the listeners are looking for, and I think it's time to do Akatar. I think it's time. It's time. Um, okay. So my, uh, you, why don't you go? What is your favorite book? <laughs> favorite and least favorite book from the Akatar.
1: Okay, my favourite is, here's the thing, looking at them, I don't know, <laughs> anymore. I don't know, like right now I don't know, um, but when I think of reading, how I felt after I finished each of them for the first time... Akamath was my favorite. Yeah. It hurts to say. It because because Face Sand really took a dip after that second
0: book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now but they're just that... a couple
1: that I'm not proud of shipping, but, but they were great. Reading Akamath
0: was a spiritual experience, and I don't think anyone can deny that. Like, say yeah. what you will against, like, me and Olivia make fun of the Akitar books extremely regularly. Like, honestly, so regular. But. No one can deny that Akamav had crack laced in it. It just did, and I think it's time it we acknowledged did. it. <laughs> like even,
1: and it's like every single person when they criticize the Akatar series, which you can do. Like oh, there's a lot of criticize about it. <laughs> but it's just the way that every criticism about that series is in every book except,
0: except Akamav. Like,
1: I've never seen, like, there is no version of His Grouse of Pleasure Dread (laughs) Out, The Sound of the Dying, in Ackermath. Like, there's none of that. It's just, yeah.
0: Yeah. Least favorite
1: book? Gonna go with... I struggle to think... I'm gonna go with Yeah, That's so interesting.
0: I have the exact same opinions as you.
1: Wow! Because, At least
0: we can find common ground on this. Well, because something that's very interesting is like, um, something that's very interesting is like most people say the first one, right? But I recently reread the books. I reread them before Court of Silver Flames* came out because I didn't remember a single thing about like the plot, really. Yeah. And so I reread them for Court of Silver Flames*. Um, and honestly, the first Akatar book, I thought I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be so unbearable because we all know like what happens in Akamath, all that stuff. But the first one isn't even that bad. Like, it's really not. Like, I liked it. Yeah, the first, it was like, great. the trials were super cool. Um, I I liked the first book. It wasn't terrible. So, Ako was probably my least favorite. It was just so long, and like, literally all it was was like battle stuff and like strategy and like no.
1: There, yeah, there were just one too many. Like, there were too many things that didn't that fell. And here is the thing. Okay, well, number one, it was too long. Number two. Feyre was in the spring court for too long as well. I've read other series where similar thing happens, and you get the same results when the main character is in uh, the, the place that they end up going to. I'm trying to keep this as Yeah, I'm like as possible. watching you struggle. <laughs> and they're only in the place that they go to for about like five pages. You get the same result. You do. You really do. We don't need to be there for 100 pages.
0: And But the other um, thing too is... <laughs> It didn't have a like the villain of Aquar wasn't good enough to warrant a battle yeah. like that. Like it wasn't a, like the, it wasn't a likable villain. Like like and I know people are like likable villain that makes no sense. Some villains are likable. They you rally like you you. It's not a good villain if there wasn't at le- like I never had one moment reading Akwar. I was like, you know, the King of is kind of speaking facts though. You know. Yeah. And if you never yeah. have that moment. The villain was poorly written, and I like you know authors yeah, out there that's take notes. Like also
1: the down, yeah. Also like the couples. I think there's a lot to be said that Akamath was my favorite in the trilogy, and then Acker was my least favorite. And it's like, okay, you were in a better position, Sarah, for me to like the third book because the couple I was rooting for in the second one were together but instead somehow you managed to take a couple that I absolutely adored made and them you made me realize that they were just a bunch of heteros. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Okay. Favorite characters? Think, yeah. Sorry, uh, were you going to say something my else?
1: Favorite... No, I wasn't. Okay, I wasn't sure. sure. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, Ness is my favorite. Um...
0: Or oh, Cassian. Yeah. I think... I nesta and Azriel are my favorite <laughs> okay
1: Wait. i just don't understand the Azriel hype like I, I really don't and i wish i did
0: see the thing is like cassian is not like i love cassian don't get me wrong but like if i'm looking at it like i am the main character you know i would probably never date cassian or someone like cassian So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. So that's where it comes from. And Asriel, I know he doesn't have, like, his own book yet or anything, but, like, I can... And maybe once he gets his own book, I will be, like, totally different and be like, he's not my favorite anymore. But from a standpoint of where we know about him now, I'd be like, he's a vibe. You know? So.
1: Yeah. I'm just, like, completely opposite where I'm like, what we know about him so far... I I don't know anything about him so far I feel like except that he's he's a bit of a meme sometimes and I think and I respect that and I think it's funny and I know when like the Azrael book comes out I'll read it and I'll be like Azrael's phenomenal guys (laughs) like everybody like oh my god I think something
0: we should talk about more is how good Azrael is
1: (laughs) yeah Azrael I just feel such an underappreciated character like I don't see where people but it's just like right now I just don't understand how people love him so much I'm just like I don't we don't even know that dude's, like, I don't even, I was about to say we don't know that dude's middle name, but I was like, we don't know any of their middle names. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, um, I we mean... We just, like, know nothing about him. Uh, um, I really loved it, but my love for him went up after reading Akersif. Like, he just needs more screen time for me. That's for sure. really it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, least least favourite? Don't come for me, but feminist icon, Reese Pooh.
0: Resend's not my least favorite. I think I hate Elaine more. I think I hate Elaine more than Resend.
1: Here's the thing. Elaine, I can almost, like... I'm waiting to form... Here's the thing, because... I think Elaine has the potential to be a likable villain. So, like, I kind of see where she's she comes She's a likable villain, sometimes.
0: but I, I don't think Sergey Moss is, like, look at the Akatar series and look at the plot of Akasif. She's not going to be creative enough to make Elaine the villain. So, as of now, yeah, so Elaine, sure. Elaine is still my least favorite character. And if she does come up with a thing where she makes her a really cool villain, I'll change my answer. But as of now, it just looks like she's going to be a boring-ass bitch. She, like, breaks bread in gardens. And, like... Don't get offended when I say that, because people on TikTok always get offended. Like, oh, so you're saying, like, a woman can't have interest outside the battle? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying she has nothing to the plot. And as Nesta put it, she just is nice to the person who gives her whatever she wants. And so she's annoying. And she's not independent. Like, she doesn't know how to take care of herself. Like, if the inner circle died, she would just die. Because she doesn't know how to look after herself. So she's annoying.
1: No, okay, I respect that, I agree with that, yeah, but, yeah,
0: yeah. Fav- um, favorite
1: couple? I'm going to go with a couple that isn't even a couple yet, Gwyn and Azriel. Yeah, Gwyn and Azriel
0: hit hard, <laughs> yeah. they hit so hard. I
1: just see it so well, like, there's just so many things about them where I'm just like, I, it might just be that I see the potential in them a lot, and, like, you can just pretend that they're going to be the greatest couple that she's ever written, But, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, in the place that we're at right now, they're just, like, so perfect for each other. Yeah. Like,
0: And then... They just
1: have the potential to be so wholesome, too. Like, I felt, like, what I felt with Nestor and Cassian, I was, like, they have the potential to be, like, the incredible, like, the best, like, uh, rivals to lovers or, like, enemies to lovers. As with, like, as Grin and Azrael, I'm, like, those people would just be so flippin' wholesome when they're together. So, yeah.
0: And then I think just, like, my least favorite in saying that is, like, Elaine and Asriel. Like, I think it's the stupidest thing, and it's gone on so long. And I'm just like, okay, clearly nothing's going to come of this. So can we just stop talking about it all the time?
1: Here's the thing. When I finished War*, like, I actually did like Elaine and Azriel, But it was, like, literally I thought about it for more than two seconds. And I was like, I just feel, for me, like, I just look at it... Uh, it's too tidy. It's like, if just, like the three, three sisters get, get their Archeon, three brothers. You know? Yeah. It was just too tidy. Like, I did. that's honestly all oh, that did it for me. I was like, mm. And that's also, just it's just,
0: I feel like Asriel would be with Elaine, and he'd be like, oh my god, finally, like, I've had a crush on her forever. And then she'd be, he'd be like, oh, she's boring as fuck. <laughs> like, I feel like Asriel, while he is, yeah. like, more quiet and stuff, he also still is, like, kind of the most, like, interesting job of all of them and, like, kind of goes out and does all this cool stuff all the time. Whereas, like, I'm very just, interested
1: like, to find out what Ezreal sees in Elaine. Like, I know that sounds so I weird, know, but I'm like... But i like, what is it? Like, what is it? Because... I think he's just... I,
0: yeah. wants somebody who cares about it.
1: I think he just wants... <laughs> I think he just wants what, like, Rhysanne and Cassian got, which was an... And how they got that was through an Archion sister. And so he's like, well, I guess my answer is, like, an on sister too. And that's Elaine. And so I think that's what it is. But I don't know. Um, yeah. There you go. There's our Akita, guys. <laughs> I honestly think, like, when the show comes out as well, just a little side note, the first book is going to get appreciated a lot more. Because I think, like, the first book actually has such a great premise for a TV show. Like, the trials, like, they can really do something with that I feel but yeah
0: okay what's the next book you want to do Olivia I don't know um let's do from Blood and Ash let's just like get that out of the way (laughs) (laughs) okay um my favorite book from that I don't even know what my favorite from Blood and Ash book is honest to god
1: really I know
0: um I guess the third one I agree see the thing is for me it's like I want to say like the second half of the third one. <laughs> like, so, like, like, the second oh, half gosh. of the second one, you know? But, like, I guess I would say, like, the third one. And then my least favorite was definitely the first one. Just because I feel like the first one just didn't have, like, I feel like... First one was definitely a
1: first book. Like, it was just It was first building. book. It, it
0: was, was just world building. And while it was, like, I was definitely interested while reading it, I wasn't, like, obviously, like, I stuck around for, like, the whole 600-page you know, show. Yeah. So obviously, I'm, like, I did still like it. But just, like, in comparison to the other ones, where we knew so much more, yeah, you know, and we had so many more characters. Like, in the first book, the characters, there was, like, two characters, like, like you cared about, and the rest were just, like... Yeah, that's fair true. ...nuisances. Whereas in, like, the other ones, you start to, like, get more and more characters that you're, like, oh, I'm interested to know more about you, or things like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, the... Uh yeah, third one was my favorite, but first one was like my least. But in saying that, I uh, know the first one wasn't my least favorite. The second one was my least favorite. Hmm. I didn't like the second one. I don't know what everyone sees in the second one. Everyone treats uh a co- a kingdom of flesh and fire, the second one, with the same level of like respect that a court of mist and fury got, and I just don't appreciate it because I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I just think like the 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 second one. It. You know what it is? Okay, so the first one is very first book vibes, but I respect it because as far as first books go, like, it had a hell of a plot twist, which you don't usually... Where authors usually have a lot of trouble uh, getting away with putting it into a first book because plot twists are usually more of a, a finale thing in, like, you know, yeah. later down the road in the series. And so I really respect it. But then the second book was just, like, recovering from everything that happened in the first book and it just got really boring and you could really tell in my opinion that the second book was entirely dedicated to developing the main relationship enough to get to the third book so I really felt like the first book was the first book but the second book gave me first book vibes as well and I didn't except it didn't have as much I don't know yeah so uh A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire was actually my least favorite yeah I remember feeling like it fell i didn't i remember finishing it too and maybe it was just hyped up a lot but i remember finishing it, and i was like no i i kind of like the first one a little bit more
0: yeah okay then third was great if you guys want to know all of our opinions on from blood and ash we did an episode i guess it'll be two weeks ago now when this is up that you guys can uh listen to oh yes um What a
1: queen. Self-plugging. You were, like, full-on doing the podcast wonders, like, doing a self-plug, and I was like, okay, so favourite character. <laughs> okay. Honestly. My
0: favourite character, I think, is definitely Poppy. I think that she is such a vibe, honestly. Like, I think that she... Poppy's a great She's such a good project. protagonist. I love her. Um, yeah. And then... Um, my least favourite character... It's hard, because besides, like, the villains, I guess, I don't really... I kind of like most of the characters. Everyone has charisma, which is really Everyone has cool. charisma, I would say, probably, out of, like, besides, like, the villains, obviously... I mean, Castile's mom kind of got on my nerves. She was just kind of like, every time she opened her mouth, I was like, oh, for the love of God, what are you going to say now? You know? And she just caused so many problems. Like, she literally, like, like everything that woman did, like, every every bad thing that happened in that series, I feel like could be traced back to her. But she's like, I never did anything wrong. It's like,
1: <laughs> that's actually so true. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. yeah. She was probably my least favorite.
1: I hated, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like her mom, and her mom was, and her mom had the nerve to be, like, to, like, talk down Poppy a little bit, like, be very passive-aggressive to her, and I was just like, bitch, like, you're one to talk, I was like, <laughs> yeah, Uh I completely agree with you, yeah, Poppy's my favorite, Mother's my least favorite, um, and then I feel like
0: we can't really, yeah.
1: so many mommy <laughs> issues in the books we read, I feel
0: like we can't really do couples, because there's really only one, right, like, it's just, it's just the one.
1: Yeah, I
0: had there's not really
1: I have couples that never went anywhere or haven't gone anywhere yet that would have been my favorite honestly. What? I'm
0: curious.
1: It's okay, so first we had um
0: Kieran's sister. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I don't know. And Ian. Oh, that could have that that would have would be interesting if that anything like that happened.
1: I... They had a moment. They had a moment. And I saw it. But then there was also... um Oh, Jesus. Then Kieran's sister, though, actually does have a full-on love interest. Yeah, she and they seem like such a vibe. yeah, And so they're, like, my favourite side couple. I don't know. I'm very interested to see if Kieran gets anybody in his life. Yeah. Or if he's just... Because right now his sexuality just seems like Castile, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess Poppy and Castile. So,
0: there's, there's only really one answer. You're right. Okay. Our next book. Let's see. Uh, Why don't we do. Let's do The Infernal Devices. I feel like we gotta do at least one Cassandra Clare book, and it's not gonna be The Moral Instruments. I refuse. Yeah. So, let's do The Infernal Devices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Wow, you're so brave. brave. Standing up for what's right. Maybe you have a couple. Jason Cleary, um, City of Ashes, though. <laughs> I want to know how many people
1: left the podcast. They're like, oh, man, I was only here for the Mortal Instrument. We'll uh, do no, in front of the bases, because I have respect for those books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You I going to take going it away. Okay, well, it's just you were talking it up so much, I thought you ha- would have had opinions ready to go, so I'll go. Um, favourite book in the series? We were talking about oh, this yesterday yeah, we too. What about? Yeah. We were. Ah, look at us go. Um, My favourite was Clockwork Princess. Mm-hmm. Least favourite, Clockwork Angel. So third was my f- favourite. First was my least favourite. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
0: Um, you have a different opinion. Yeah, my favorite this. is Clockwork <laughs> Prince and the re- like I loved Clockwork Princess. Don't get me wrong. I thought like I rated them both the same. I both rated. I rated them both 5 stars. Um but I think Clockwork Princess is just cuz I feel like Clockwork Princess is more plot driven and Clockwork Prince was a little more character driven and romance driven a little bit. Yeah um and so that's what just... and you were really let's be real
1: you were you were reading that shit for the yeah. romance so was it so does I was gonna say it. Else, you just
0: you me was particularly...
1: reading that for the romance <laughs> so does everyone else but you were I particularly, was particularly I was concerned well, how invested you were with it's the just Bob because triangle.
0: like I had never read a Shadowhunter book before and I never even watched the show right So I was never in, I I wasn't really interested in, like, what the Shadowhunters were doing and, like, how the clay, what the clay was doing, like, who the hell is the clay? I don't really care. You know, like, I just, because I had never really, I wasn't really into the Shadowhunters yet, so I was really only reading for the characters. So, yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Clockwork Princess, for me, I just felt like, uh, same, had never read a Shadowhunters book before, so I didn't know what to expect. And the the final like Clockwork Princess just like was such an epic finale in a trilogy. Yeah, was just like no, blown it definitely
0: like, away. Clockwork Princess was the most cleverly written for sure. Like it was the most like it was the best for written. Sure. I think yeah, that's a great way. To put I was it. just going off of what I had like yeah. the most fun reading, and when I think back on Clockwork Princess, I'm like, see, I wouldn't call that fun. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> fun, yeah. yeah. Clockwork Princess, fun.
0: What a <laughs> F- vibe.
1: Oh no, I agree. I and literally it's like I survived Coca Princess, someone I would buy that by like, honestly, yeah, um, yeah, kind of put that on my car, but uh yeah i i I agree with you i I think I've had to. Oh, I just think, like, when a book impacts you so hard, a book's ending impacts you so hard that it puts you in a depressive episode <laughs> for two days, it doesn't feel right to give it, like, three stars. Oh, no, like, know? yeah, it
0: was definitely a five-star read for me, too. And, I mean, there's certain times where I'm just, like, Clockwork Princess, really like, hit it out of the park. That's my favorite. And then I remember the balcony scene. I'm like, hmm I don't know. Um, <laughs> from Clockwork Prince. From Clockwork Prince, I'm like, mm. Well, mm, I don't know. Really? It's I like really it's Lily know. asking to pick what her favorite immortal devices in the book is, and then it's like well written, beautiful plot, and balcony scene. Mm, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. So um I would say that. And then favorite characters. At least favorite cha- Oh, for favorite character. If it's Jim or Will, it means you don't have to pick one. Well, I mean, unless your favorite character is someone who's not Gemma Will, I was thinking for me, I'm gonna have to pick between Jim or Will because they were both my favorite characters.
1: Oh, mine isn't Gemma oh. Will;
0: it's Cecily oh, Herndale, oh. y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Cecily too. I think it's, I don't know, Cecily just like I, I had a really hard time making Cecily my favorite. I think if Cecily had been in at least two of the books she would have been hands down my favorite character she was my favorite character in Clockwork Princess honestly
1: yeah that's why she was only that's why she was only in the last one because Sandra knew if she put her in more than one she would have stole the show
0: and then she also like Cecily's like never even like mentioned in like the last hours really and so I feel like I really didn't get like hardly anything of her honestly um, oh, that makes me so angry. It's okay because Cecily she, and oh my
1: God, Cecily and who she and so oh, yeah. oh chef's kiss.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Cecily, I'm Cecily. I would say she was definitely my favorite character in Clockwork Princess, but I think overall, I don't know. I just think overall, I'm gonna have to go with. Jem, I think, as a character. I loved Will, but I think Jem as a character, I think was my favorite. I just think he had the most dimension to him. And he was really well written, so Yeah. That's what I'm gonna go. And least favorite character? Besides like the obvious? Oh no. Um Who's the obvious? Besides like the villains and stuff, like the Dark Sister, oh, okay. you know. I'm gonna go with Jessamine. Yeah, Jessamine. Just mean probably, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, is there
1: anyone yep, else? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then here's where it gets mm. tricky. <laughs>
0: Favorite, Favorite ship. Uh...
1: I feel like we should just refer our podcast listeners to our podcast episode called Will or Jam. We, we literally
0: spent the whole podcast was... trying to <laughs> break down.
1: We literally spent the uh, whole podcast trying to come to a conclusion for this question, just to save us time, because <laughs> we are not, we don't have enough time. Like honestly, no. to to go down this road. So we made it like months ago, but go check
0: it out. It's, it's called Willer Will Gem, like... Gem, and then I think it's like Tears Were Shed or something. Something was in that. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, um, my favorite, I. Mm. This is really hard, because I don't want to spoil the whole Chronicles, so I'm not. I think in the context of the trilogy, Will and Tessa were my favorite, in the context of that. Okay, yep. Anyway.
1: I'm not picking, I'm just referring Oh, no, you
0: gave me But I thought you picked up on that, I was like, oh. why is she still going? Uh, I was like- <laughs> because I actually, like... A lot of my favorite scenes were between Gem and Tessa, but I think, I don't know, I just...
1: hey, I'll say it, I'll say it. Okay, the Infernal Devices was Will and Tessa's love story. The
0: Infernal Devices was Will and Tessa's love story, yeah, in my opinion. And that's... I don't know, so that's what I'm going with. I don't want to go on a whole tangent, so I'm gonna just stop there and... The ep- the episode.
1: Yeah, We're Back we're, we're Podcast episode. Will or gem. Teaser shit. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, I think we have do we can quickly put one last one out or we can finish it here. What do we What do, do you think? I was thinking we could do Red Queen. Quickly really do Red quick
0: Queen.
1: Okay. Yeah, like rapid fire. Favorite book. So, favorite, favorite, favorite book was book.
0: the first one, Red Queen. Least favorite was Warstorm, the last one.
1: Completely agree with you. Red Queen was my favorite. Warstorm was my least awesome. favorite. Uh, favorite and least favorite character. Favorite
0: character was Farley and Shade. And my least favorite... Oh, and Far... My favorites were Farley and Evangeline. Just kidding. Yeah. My least favorites were... Any of these parents, honestly. They're all in psycho. Did anyone have good parents?
1: <laughs> I didn't like. Okay, so then I'll go. Favorite character: Evangeline. Um, yeah, Evangeline. Here's the thing: I felt like after Glass Sword, we didn't really see Folly again. Like she was just always there. Yeah, like which was so sad. <laughs> but in Glass Sword, yeah, she was a vibe, and then Shade as well. Just of course. Uh, then least favorite. Um, I. I, I'm going to go with Mare's brothers that weren't shade.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, they true. were so
1: unsupportive, and for what?
0: But I honestly <laughs> hated everyone's parents. Like, even Mare's parents, who were, like, supposed to be good. I don't know. They were just, like, in the way for me half the time. I was like, oh, my God, can you guys just leave?
1: That's true, yeah. Um, It really reminded you why it's a good idea to when you read the YA parents. series. <laughs> just kill the parents like when you're like oh my god it's so unrealistic that like everyone's parents, parents always die it's like there's a reason they just get in the way
0: and then favorite couple was farley and shade for sure
1: Farley and shade too yeah and then otherwise um i don't know i'm reading i haven't read broken throne but i feel like if i read broken throne i'd, I'd say evangeline and yeah elaine them too they were really good i love their
0: story in broken throne And then least favorite, I guess just, like, Maven and Mare were just not it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: so Maven and Mare, or, yeah, Maven and Mare. Otherwise, I guess this could be a ship as well, Mare and Killorn, like I didn't like. Oh, that was weird, yeah. That That was just weird. That was, that's the word for it. It was just (laughs) weird. weird. Um, (laughs) Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, right,
1: we did it. That was so good.
0: Oh. Go us. Proof we can actually get things done if we try um
1: (laughs) (laughs) so oh my gosh yeah um so yeah that's all we have time for today we hope you enjoy this episode the topic was pretty i think it was fun we ended up having a bit of fun that was that was fun i
0: enjoyed myself
1: yeah let us know if you agree or disagree with any of these opinions over at our social medias uh uh on tiktok we're at two girls who read podcasts on twitter we're at two girls who read and yeah i think that's all for today so
0: We'll uh, see you guys next week. Can we just, yeah, talk to you next Bye. week. Bye.